It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hola, mi gente. This is Ish. And this is DJ. And this is... Pero, Pero let, let me, me tell you. you. Dale. You know what's a great term? Single name songstress. <laughs> uh, I probably would be a single name. Actually, both of us could be single name songsters. You certainly could. I think you could too. Darian, just Darian. Yeah, if you were like a like a EDM artist. Mm. I always thought like Darian J. Oh, like like Frankie J. <laughs> because <laughs> dj is so like everybody's yeah DJ. no 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 and everybody it's and there's a lot of actual djs out there too like dj tanner yes DJ that's tanner. who i thought of when i thought of actual djs there's not, two dj tanners you know not avici or um you know i can't think of any of them right now do you remember the two dj tanners there's donna joe tanner uh-huh. and then there's dj tanner stephanie <laughs> Oh, that's right. Because Stephanie's I, DJ name right. is DJ, DJ Tanner. Tanner, which that's a storyline that they completely got rid of on Fuller House. Eh, now she's, <laughs> you know, having a surrogate. Oh, you know. Anyway, well, I guess that's a great. Oh, that's as good an opening as any. <laughs> Episode thirty-one. 31. Here we are. Oh, and actually, actually, this. Uh, for our thirty-first episode, we're gonna bring it back to basics. Yeah. Oh, like and, Christina. And it's just gonna be <laughs> you and I. There's no guests. No. So for better, for worse, everyone. It's just us, people. It's just us. Yeah. So if and, you enjoyed those episodes, great. If you didn't, oh well. <laughs> well, you know what? I've I've mentioned to you a, a, a few times, and maybe our listeners have an opinion on this. I absolutely love that the our show has turned into like an interview yeah, a chat format, mm-hmm. you know, chat show as you yeah, call it. Yeah. Um, I love that, and we've been so fortunate to have such great guests. But I also miss just hanging out, being you and I, and just shooting the shit yep. and taking it from there. So that's what we're gonna do in this episode. Yay. 
back to basics. Back to basics. I've actually heard from a couple of people that they love when we do this. Yes. When it's just you and I. Yeah. Yes. Do you know what I think is really interesting when, obviously, you know, because we have certain apps and such that tell us what episodes are going are being listened mm-hmm. to in a certain week of time. And obviously, the more recent episodes get a lot of, you know, more traction right, it's than the older ones. But what I think is really interesting is when we get comments about, like, our first two or three episodes. Actually, this week in particular, we got a particular, yeah, particularly... Yeah. Uh, lengthy comment from someone who I just guess started. just started listening, yeah. and he started from episode every one. episode is someone's first. <laughs> but it's funny because you know, thirty episodes in, I, I I would probably do it the other way around. I would start from the more recent, recent and go back, yeah. right? Yeah. But hey, whether it's old to new or new to old, listen. As long as you're listening, we're good. So episode thirty one, here we are, I and I hope everybody's having a great Friday and a great day. Yeah. And we are accompanying you. Well, we always say on their drive. Yeah, we don't to work. know. We don't. We know. don't know. Some people may be off. They <laughs> it's just that we get a lot of feedback from from people, and a lot of a, a lot of pe- uh, listeners yeah. tell us that they listen. You know, they listen to our show on their drive to work. So yeah. I know a lot of them are listening to us when they're having their cafe con leche. But I hope somebody's having an international coffee. Mm. So anyway, Labor Day was this past weekend. Yes. And what I always find really interesting about Labor Day. In terms of the rest of the country, is that it's a last generally, of summer. Exactly, yeah, it yeah. generally signifies the end of summer and the beginning of fall. To, it, it's PSL time, people. That's right. Oh, it started earlier this year. I think it started on the twenty eighth. No, the PSL is gonna come come in May. <laughs> no, bueno. It's, it, it's a lifestyle choice. But it's so interesting how for us that it's, doesn't mean anything. It's just a day off because well not. Not Labor Day, but in terms of the significance of right. of the time of the year, it's like okay, we could still go to the beach. We can still wear week, white, and we can still wear white, and it'll be totally cool <laughs> going to the South Beach dressed in white, or you know Miami Beach. But it, you know, in terms of weather and temperature, it doesn't really no, do much. Nothing. I mean, it's not until maybe December, January that it January February for that us, it yeah. goes down to like you know the sixties, and that's when we all bring out the boots. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we hope everybody had a really good Labor. Day, no matter what part of the country or world you're at. Yes. Oh, that's true, because we don't know. We don't know where you're listening to us, but I hope wherever you are, you had a hot dog and a hamburger. <laughs> I, there was, I was looking at the data, there was, there was, what country were they listening to us recently? I know we always mention Cambodia. Netherlands. The Netherlands. The Netherlands. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Amsterdam. Yeah. Yes, we had a big following in Amsterdam. I like to think that they're playing us at like those pot cafes. You think so? And everybody's just really baked. And we and, sound fantastic. And, and they think we're very exotic. But let me tell you. I know. But let me tell you with a pop brownie. <laughs> Love it. Oh. Anyway, to start our regularly, uh, pro- uh, regular regularly programming, scheduled programming. Already in progress. So I want to I bring up, kind of follow up on a something we've certainly talked about here. The Britney episode? Is, the Britney episode. The Britney episode. Is that what we're following up on? <laughs> Are we doing B sides? We're doing B sides. <laughs> the Britney episode. <laughs> um, no, it, it's obviously about the Me Too movement, which we've oh, talked yes, about yes, yes. several times here on the show, mm-hmm. and, and we've dedicated a lot of time um, in our earlier episodes about the Me Too movement. Mm-hmm. Well, now that time has passed, we're kind of seeing kind of the effects of the Me Too movement and kind of where it's going. Right. And uh, a few days ago, or a few weeks ago, mm-hmm. Louis C.K. Mm-hmm. That's right, Louis, um, Louis C.K. Mm-hmm. He had... Who is a, actually part Mexican. Well, there so, we go. There we go. Tie it in. Um, 
he actually was on stage. Yeah, he, he had did about a 15, comeback. He had like a 15, 20 minute yes. set. Mm-hmm. The audience loved it. He got a standing ovation. Mm-hmm. So obviously from there, a lot of people had opinions. Very critical and had opinions and were saying that, you know, this is not, this is not an example of how things should be happening. That, you know, this is going to open the way for these men redeeming themselves and, and uh, having a comeback nonetheless. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Matt Lauer also made a statement recently that he is currently working on some projects that may be, that may see the light of day mm-hmm. um, next year. So obviously, you know, we're now seeing that the next step, step the, or right, the next right. phase evolution of the movement right. that these some of these men had a fall from grace and now they're kind of trying to get out of the mm-hmm. hole they were in. So the question is, is it too soon? Should it happen? Um, who who is to say I mean, it's a very complex question. Who is to say um, when these men should come back, if ever? I think it's is a, it something that's irreparable? I mean, what so do you think? I think it's on a case-by-case basis. Like, let's start with Louis C.K. I think in the case of Louis C.K., when the allegations or accusations came out, he was the first one to say, yes, I did that. I apologize. It was wrong. Louis C.K. to me always struck me as a very odd situation because... It was based on the stories that I heard. It was a situation where he would literally, I mean, this is not every case, but he would be like sitting there and he'd be like, hey, you mind if I whip it out and jerk off? And the the ladies would be like, they would be weirded out by it, but they would say, okay. So I'm not saying, but that's a very bizarre situation of the Me Too movement. You know what I mean? No, 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 I'm saying in the grand scope of the other ones, right? So we're going to put that one in its own Mm -hmm. weird little corner. Um, So for him to come back and, and try to just basically earn a living. I mean, because that's ultimately what, mm-hmm. what he's trying to do. After acknowledging that he did something wrong and, you know, doing the mea culpa, how long is, you know, how long is an apology supposed to be out there before we redeem you, right? And you, like you said a couple episodes ago, I forget what we were talking about, where it's like, but then why bother apologizing if it doesn't matter, right? Mm-hmm. In a case, let's go to the other extreme, like a Harvey Weinstein. Mm-hmm. Well, who we've has got, current criminal charges against right, him. Right, but we've got somebody who's basically saying, I never did anything wrong, I never did anything wrong, and all this mounting evidence against him is saying, yes, you fucking did. No, we don't forgive you in in the same capacity as a Louis C.K. You know, mm-hmm. like, there's so much in between that I'm kind of like, you have to take it on a case-by-case basis, I think. Mm-hmm. I, what was the case with Matt Lauer exactly? Was it that he was involved in a relationship with somebody and... Well, it was his subordinate. It was, what happened was, I believe it was in the 2014 Olympics in Sochi, in mm-hmm. Russia. Mm-hmm. He apparently, there was some type of uh, issue where he either groped a, a woman okay. or, or it wasn't rape, but it was an allegation of that sexual he, misconduct. Sexual misconduct. Okay. And then okay. after that surfaced, then other, you know, other. Um, Accounts came out and allegations came out. I I, I don't, I just think it's a case by case. You know what I mean? Depending on the quote unquote severity of what you did. Like, I don't think you could, I don't think you should put, like, if somebody's slapping your ass in the same context as somebody raping you. Do you think that we have reached a point in the Me Too movement? You know, now that this initial shock Mm -hmm. has come and gone. Do you think we're reaching a point in the Me Too movement that now we're really questioning the women? Because well, I think there was a point there when it when when the first when the Harvey Weinstein 
bomb happened because mm-hmm, that's mm-hmm. what it was. Absolutely. Happened. And everybody was outraged. And how can this be happening? And then all these other men started falling one by one. I think there was a point there, rightfully so, that everybody was listening to these women and these victims. The voices. The, the voices, voices mm-hmm. of the people that had mm-hmm. been you know, going through what they were going right. through. Be or they had, women or, or men, because or, there was the case of Kevin Spacey. With exactly. Rap. Exactly. Um, and I think that for a moment there, everybody, it's not that they were believing everybody, you know, these people coming forward blindly, but certainly... It held weight. The burden was on the accuser, mm-hmm, on mm-hmm. the accused, to explain what was right, happening right, right. rather than the accuser you know make a case for herself which for so many years i was that was the case yeah. you know women were not believed um but do you think that we've reached a moment now where we've kind of reverted back to where we're kind of questioning the women coming forward well i think we're in a weird moment right now specifically because of asia argento i think in recent weeks there has surfaced that she had allegedly in inappropriate sexual relationship with a minor. Right. I mean, yes, he was 17. It's not like he was 12, but still a minor. And there were photographs and there are texts and there is... Yeah, and what uh, makes that story more... Com- so A degree uh, of evidence. So the case Ish is talking about is about this actress... Um, Asia Argento. That the the she, daughter of uh, Dario Argento, horror so movie she, legend. She was one of the women that came forward against... Uh, Weinstein. Harvey Weinstein. It was her, Rose McGowan, and I forget who the third one is. And but it was she three was, big voices. Yes, she was very, like, balls to the wall against him. And I'm not saying that that didn't happen. Right. By the way, but, but one now, doesn't take away from the but other. But now there's allegations that she had um, a relationship. A sexual relationship. A sexual relationship with a, a kid who was 17 16, years old. 17? Uh, I think 17, but... Right. Okay. Um, some years back, which obviously would put her in the same in the category you know, right. Harvey Weinstein. I would put her in. Exactly. You know, she. She. Uh, this kid is would certainly be the victim of uh, sexual minimal abuse. statutory rape. Right. And now the story. These allegations are coming forth, and now the story gets really messy because apparently this kid was paid off. And what makes it more messy is that she's saying that the person who paid off the kid who's making these allegations against her was her boyfriend. Anthony Bourdain, who has who since killed himself, who has since passed. So now, the other person who may be able to attest to this is no longer alive. You know, alive. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, I mean, it, it makes it a very well. But see, that's the thing about the Me Too movement. That I mean, well, any movement, but specifically the Me Too you movement. Have to be, you have to know your own house it, before it, it, it makes it very messy. Because I feel that with the Me Too movement, because sexual misconduct and sexual abuse and rape are things that independently they are very they're i think they're very finite i think rape is something that you either raped someone or you, you didn't. didn't and no means no right and and you yeah, know what fair. rape is right but then the problem is that when you start adding other in, in the spectrum, other other issues of sexual misconduct, that's where it gets mm-hmm. blurry. Because as we talked about here... He as, kissed me and I didn't I didn't know, or I didn't want to be kissed, but maybe he misread a signal. Look, as maybe he misread a signal. As you know? a man groping a woman, or a woman groping a man, man of groping yeah. someone else. As inappropriate as someone is, as that is, I would not put that in the same boat as rape. Right. Right, and the I think that the problem was that all this happened so quickly that everybody was lumping everybody together, and then now, 
a, a kind of like um, a side effect of that is that now I don't believe anything. Right. It's yeah. like, do we believe these people or do we don't? And, and 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 obviously people need to be at the very minimum heard. But again, because this happened so quickly and everybody was being lumped together. Right. It, you know, it, there's a there's certainly a spectrum. You know, as far as this guy uh, Louis uh, C.K. and you know him coming back. You know, at the end of the day, which you say this over and over again. It comes down to the audience. If there is an audience for him and there's people who want to see him, that's going to be the you know the public opinion, the court of public opinion. Yeah. That's going to be at the end of the day. I will say, if he comes back and his entire act is revolving around, so I was charged with these allegations, right. like, that's just inappropriate. Right. You know what I mean? But, but, if, but again, if there is a public that's willing to listen to, to him, no matter... Him. How wrong I may think it is, mm -hmm. or you may think it is, that this man that did this is now kind of in the limelight again. At the end of the day, it, what counts is money and revenue. Mm -hmm. And if enough people go see him, there's sponsors who yeah. are going to line up, yeah. and he's going to be back where he was. Listen, there's still people paying Tara Reid to do things. <laughs> She's in what Sharknado Part Twenty Five, the Revenge of the Finn, or whatever it's called. What what number are they about? They're on now? five. This is the last one. Oh really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have they decided that that's it? I think there's only so many you can do. There's only so many times you can go to the well. Really? Because I don't. I think there was too many you could do when they did Part One. Fair enough. Fair enough. Have you, you seen them all? I saw the first three. I think. Wow. Wow. There was one in space. There was one in space. How did the shark end up in space? And why am I asking this? I, <laughs> I want an explanation. <laughs> well, I think it got like launched into space somehow. And then the thing is that Ian Ziering's father, played by David Hasselhoff, was a former astronaut. Mm -hmm. And so they went into space to kill like the couple that were you know orbiting. Because then, because then if not, then when it dies, it was going to come into orbit like you know and and like as an asteroid or something. But was a shark dead? You know, I don't remember. It doesn't really matter, right? It doesn't really matter. You know what? You know what does matter. Whenever you doubt yourself, just remember, at some point, somebody walked into a boardroom and said, "I've got an idea for a movie about a tornado full of sharks." So you yep. know what? There's no. Never feel self confident. You know, never feel a lack of self confidence. That Walk reminds into me everything of um, held high. A couple of days ago, I was. Uh, having I was hanging out with some friends and we were talking about the Fast and the Furious franchise mm -hmm. which I the I next love. one is space isn't it no that's what I say messing around I'm like do it ah that they are gonna end up in space no I think they have to like that's I mean there's, there's nowhere, nowhere to, go to go at this point <laughs> they've already gone in the ocean they, you know they volcano <laughs> no that's still mm -hmm. earth no 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 they're gonna before the series is up Vin Diesel is going What I thought was great that I think it was in the last one, there was a moment where they were kind of like in the water and the rock was hanging off. I don't know what he was hanging off on. And they um, they let go of like a missile and he was able to stop the missile with his hand. It was awesome. I feel the rock could do that. Well, yeah, if there's anybody who could do it, it's The Rock. The rock yeah. But, um, bueno, bueno. Going back to what we were talking about. So, you know, whether these... I don't think we can. These men that, you know, had their fall from grace, whether or yeah. not they're going to make a comeback, right. I mean, it's going to depend on the audience because... Yeah, absolutely. It, I mean, 
we could sit here all day and say how disgraceful it was, how they shouldn't be given a second opportunity. I mean, as you say, I believe that it's a case-by-case basis. Yeah. Um, we could say that till the cows come home and how the Money victims talks. the victims are still being victimized because they're not being believed and 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 actually you know what something that i think is very true is a with this whole movement the moment that these men had their fall from grace everybody was always asking like can they ever make a comeback Come back, right. well i don't think that's really an appropriate question to ask especially at the beginning because at that point in time it should we, be we, more we about don't really know what happened yet we don't really not only do we know know what happened but i think that at that point in time especially with some of these men that admitted to wrongdoing right. we should be focusing on not only the movement but the women that have been affected, vic- affected mm-hmm. and are victims so you know to the hell with their combat comeback yeah. at least for now we should be focusing on the those victims, af- the victims those right yeah. but again it's you know it's a consumer driven society <sighs> and if there is an audience you know people are going to go for it and i mean he certainly has an audience yeah so I guess we'll see, and we'll for the other ones we'll see what How what happens. Out. I mean, I certainly did. You see that um, Kevin Spacey's latest movie, Billionaire Boys Club? I think made a combined total of I think it was only in about ten theaters, and I think it made like one hundred and twenty six dollars per theater. I didn't even know he had a movie out. It's not a. It's not like his movie, but he's in it. It was released on VOD first, and then it was released to theaters. For I'm surprised they released it. I mean, they wrote him off. Yeah, but remember, but it's not. He's not the star of the movie. He's just in it. And I think remember, a lot of these movies have contractual obligations that things have to be released in order to meet with certain um, contracts. Whether it gets Listen, released the, wide the, or not is a different story. The, the Kevin Spacey debacle. I'm, I'm upset about for so many reasons. House of Cards being one of it's them. Coming but, back, no? Yeah, Aurita. Yeah, but it's coming back, but it's not the but same. You didn't care about his character anyway. You like Robin Wright Penn. She's no, he's ama- not Penn anymore. <laughs> Claire, the character of Claire is amazing, and she That's was what I'm saying. my favorite. She's character. the show for you, so yeah. But the problem is that she, the reason why she's so good being bad is because of Frank Underwood. Wow. <laughs> so anyway, bueno, bueno, we'll move on. So all right, moving right along. Mm-hmm. So Feeling I fancy free. <laughs> so I thought this would make a, a good topic because I feel okay. that um, most of our listeners <laughs> will relate to this, and I've certainly had a lot of frustrations with this for a while now, and it just keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Have you noticed that we are currently living in a subscription-based society? Thank you. How everything is a subscription now? Thank you. We went through a period there where we were trying to simplify everything. <laughs> it's like, get rid of cable. Only get Netflix. Only get Hulu. And that's it. You know, you're good. Now, everything is a flipping subscription. And now everything has a niche. Like, mm-hmm. DC Comics is coming out with their DC Universe, uh-huh. with their original programming on it, which, of course, I'm going to wait until all the episodes of Titans are released, then just buy it for a month, and then cancel. But do I really need to pay an extra $9 a month for original programming? And the library, I mean, they'll have, like, the old Batman series, Wonder Woman, Superman, mm-hmm. et cetera. But do I need to pay that? Just put it on, just strike a deal with Netflix or mm-hmm. Hulu and help me streamline. It, Disney's coming out with one, too. It, it's ridiculous. Like, where I've really noticed, because I've always had Amazon Prime. Mm-hmm. And Amazon Prime has a lot of content. Well, because it's Amazon, by virtue of Amazon. Which is great. Right. I recently got a Fire Stick TV. Mm. And what I didn't realize was that... Did you ever change your Amazon password, by the way? No. Okay, so then I could still use it. Shh. Anyway. um, (laughs) Which I totally guessed the password. (laughs) You you totally did. Um, 
Yeah, he guessed my password, but that's why we've been <laughs> friends for 30 years. Anyway, um, but when you use a Fire Stick TV, I don't know if you use one. No. On the menu, it has all this content. Is it similar to like a... No, um, like a Chromecast? A, yeah. No, it's a little bit different. Be, okay. I, I've had a Chromecast for years, but mm. Chromecast is a little bit more... Uh, you you have to find the content generally on your phone, and then you cast it on oh, the okay, TV. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Whereas on the Fire... Fox or Fire TV Fire, or whatever on Amazon, you have this like really pretty menu with all this content. Mm. But as you go through the okay. content, you realize that a lot of that content is not Amazon based. You have to get oh. another subscription for it. So, yes, for example, I noticed Amazon if it, now if, has if it's yeah. a children's programming. Oh, you have to get a subscription the, with this to the if PBS whatever. If it's music programming, yeah. oh, get a subscription actually, with this. That happened to me last night because we were watching The Disaster Artist on mm-hmm. on Amazon Prime again, not yours, someone else's. And afterwards, I was just skimming through, and I was like, "Oh, this looks interesting." And I tried clicking on it, and clicking on it, and clicking on it, and then I saw underneath in like. Kind of grayed out text mm-hmm. saying, "Well, you can watch this if you have a Amazon Prime Plus, right. blah blah but, subscription." But, it, but it's not even only entertainment. Like for example, like Dropbox. I need you know oh, I use Birchbox, Dropbox in the, um, in the office. Yeah. So Dropbox, there's a subscription to Dropbox. Yeah. Microsoft Word. Uh, you no longer yeah. have to buy the CD-ROM and pay like $300 for it. Nope. Now you can do a monthly or yearly subscription. Yeah, like an office. And, and I always feel that the subscription is renewing because like it's like, coño. And, and then the <laughs> subscriptions come with like no warning. It's like you get your credit card statement or your bank statement. It's like, coño, $90 for Microsoft Office. When? Why? You know, didn't I just renew this the other day? You know? Would you rather pay $300? <laughs> Actually, well, in terms of dollars, because oh, it was a one-time. It's, it's a, it's yeah, better yeah, yeah. one-time payment, you know. Yeah, yeah, right. Um, but whether, yeah, whether it's that, and then Spotify, you know, uh, Spotify. Don't even start me. Oh crap! I have to get my free Pandora. Don't even start me with Amazon Music, because I, I, you know, I don't even think of them as a music platform. Well, I forget, because I forget they're there. My issue with with Amazon was is the following: I don't have. An iPhone. I've never had an iPhone, mm-hmm. but I had an iPod right. back when they came out, right, right. and as such, I had iTunes. So I built my entire music library on iTunes. Although I don't have an iPhone, and I've never right. had a, a Macintosh mm-hmm. computer, right. um, but my music has always been on iTunes. And right. as you know, I am a stickler for proper album art and proper um, yes. Alphabetiz- uh, alphabetization. Uh, and, yes. And oh my God! The... I'm like totally. OCD yeah, and for if it's that. the X mix versus the Y mix, and yes, yes, yes. Yes, 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 it has to be perfect. And if it's like, if if the song was a single, I want the, the single, the single artwork. artwork, not the album artwork. That is how yeah. like today's kids don't understand the struggle. OCD, I am about that because when I'm listening to the song, whether it be in my car or back in my iPod or on my phone, I want the proper pictures to come out with like. That is how bad it is. I've, I've been years oh, yeah. doing I, this. I love on my car. I have a Toyota, and when when you don't have the picture, or when it's like through not through Spotify so much, but like if you're just playing, and then it pulls whatever wherever the hell library it pulls the pictures mm-hmm. of the artists. I feel like they have a vendetta to always pick the worst, the worst possible picture, picture yeah. ever. It's almost like. How did they get a picture of this person taking a dump? Because clearly that's what's going on in this picture. It's just a horrible <laughs> yeah, picture. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. But anyway, so so now I Amazon had this this service where you can 
upload your library. music library, mm-hmm. no matter from what source, okay. in my case iTunes, up to their cloud. And then from their cloud, you can listen to it through the Amazon app. So okay. that's how I listen to my entire iTunes library mm-hmm. on my phone, how I would listen to it on Alexa, okay. you know, and so on and so forth on my TV because, you know, I have a smart it's TV. Everything. Great. I mean, I realize these are first world problems we're complaining about yeah. here. But, it's so hard, you, know. you guys. <laughs> <laughs> but now they got rid of that. So now I can listen to they they don't no longer have that cloud service. So now oh, okay, okay. the only service they have available is the Amazon, Amazon music. music service for 10 bucks a month. You can't even buy a song anymore. On Amazon? Nope. You can't buy a song. You can you, buy a single? The only option you have is to buy the subscription service. Really? Yep. You can no longer So if you right, so if you just want one song yeah, and pay a yeah. dollar 49 or whatever right, for it, right. nope. No. So now... Can you buy an album? No. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage... Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the Internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Not digitally, anyway. No. Huh. So that's the only option you have. So now I'm screwed because I can't listen to my entire library from any of my, you know. That sucks. So then, like, if I want to listen to my iTunes library mm-hmm. on, like, a speaker or something, I would have to get an Apple Home, whatever, whatever. the Apple has their own. Their own home system, whatever. Right. It sucks. And, like, everything is a subscription service and, you know, pay for this and pay for that. And then, you know, they come through on your monthly statement. And then, you know, before you know like it, you have, like, these comp- six, you know, statements, these six deductions from your bank account. And you're like, what the hell is this? Well, you know, the, the solution is to just cancel the subscription, right? Well, no, that's yeah. why I have oh, okay. I'm like... I, I know. I refuse to <laughs> sign up for it. Because it just sounds like you're more upset about the line item on your credit card statement. You know why? Because a lot <laughs> of these subscription else, services... You don't have to do it. It's like, coño, you know, it's like, I got paid tomorrow, and it's like, they came right in, you know, the day before you got paid. It's like they're waiting, they're looking, and I'm sure listeners out there, you can subs- you can subscribe to, to what I'm theory. talking about, you know? It's oh like, God. you have $100 left in your account, and boom, 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 <laughs> iTunes, eh, Amazon, That's awesome. Birchbox, Pepito y Pepa, you know. Oh, that would be great. <laughs> Abuela Mommy. Abuela Mommy. I don't think Pepe went to have a So, do you think that it's a situation, I mean, do you think that it's a, a situation <sighs> that um, there's going to be, like, bundled, like, subscription services? I 
I because think if, you said Disney's coming up with yeah, their, they are. so now I figure that all Disney content is going to be and ABC from, content right, is probably. probably going to be pulled from other of these subscription mm-hmm. content. Mm-hmm. Most likely, subscription. Most likely, I think. So here's the thing: we've always had like, well, not always in recent history, we have a lot of um, like TV channels have their own app, right, where you can go on, and if you have a cable subscription, you sign in and you can watch programming that way. But I think we're going to see, it's going to get probably a lot worse before it gets better. Mm-hmm. In the context of, we're probably going to see a lot more individualized services. So you're going to have your Disney, your DC Comics, your Marvel, your 20th Century Fox, your mm-hmm. blah, 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 blah. Um, and I think it speaks to what's happening a little bit more in a broader scope, which is that we all are looking for that personalization. And I think, you know, with social media, again, we can curate what we want. So we're used to only having things that interest us. So I think that they are, their companies are internalizing that and they're taking the next quote unquote logical step, which is let's offer something that is very niche. Let's offer something else that's niche, something else that's niche, as opposed to bundling it together at Mm -hmm. the moment to offer it to everybody. I think eventually we're going to get to that point of subscription fatigue where we're going to kind of say, you know what? I'm just, I'm done. Like I can't have Pandora and Spotify and Amazon music and Tidal and this and that because I just don't care anymore. Like I'm done. You know, I just need a one-stop shop or I'm just going to cancel everybody. I really do think that we're probably going to get to that point or we may just go the pendulum may swim the other way and we'll just get a lot you know, mm-hmm. and we'll become a lot faster. You know, to where we were in the Disney movie Wall-E, where we're just a bunch of fat people in pods. I love that movie. <laughs> he was cute. I'm just saying. I don't know. I, I, just, I think it's kind of annoying. Kind of annoying. No, it's extremely annoying. And then it becomes even more so because, again, obviously everything has to do with contracts and and you know agreements. So then you've got. I'll use everybody's favorite Swiffer, Taylor Swift. You know where she pulled it from Spotify. She only had it on Tidal, but then it was on, but it was also on Apple, and then it was here. But then she came back to Spotify, and and it's just this whole like you 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 can't always just follow the bouncing ball. You know what I mean? As to oh, but I'm a fan of so and so. Okay, well now I have to buy this to be able to listen to this. Oh, you're not there anymore, so I have to cancel this. Oh, but I have to da da. And it's gonna get to a point where it's just again subscription fatigue. And you, you know, at some point you're gonna go, you know what? mundo. I'm not gonna follow shit, and I'm gonna cancel everybody. Yeah, that's kind of where I'm at now. I'm I have predominantly Amazon mm. because I've had Amazon oh, for years. Spotify. And whatever. So yeah, subscription services. Boo hoo hoo. I only have Spotify because I, I enjoy the creation of playlists. Well, you know how I enjoy creation of playlists. Yes. Pero. Anyway, speaking of playlists, fatigue. No. I'm going to go on something you and I were kind of talking about before we started recording mm-hmm. on political fatigue. Because nothing makes me less fatigued about political fatigue than talking about political fatigue. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, so you know, obviously now, thread. huh? And he said, "So I'm like a needle pulling thread." <laughs> so now, let's see what's latest in the Trump drama. 
Um, well, Michael Cohen <laughs> pleaded guilty a couple of weeks oh, ago. Yeah, he, guilty uh, he refused to acknowledge McCain, so obviously more political backlash. Blah 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 blah. I mean, listeners, you can't see it, but like my eyes are kind of glossing over just because. To your point, I'm so I can't I can't I can't keep up with everything anymore. So I guess my my question is, or what? is worth discussing is do you think that this political fatigue do you think that it angers people and makes people more um more of an activist and more um more proactive to act politically or do you think that this political fatigue kind of is makes people react more passively like to hell with this i'm not going to get involved you know there's corrupt people on the left there's corrupt people on the right yeah. the president is this you know so do you think that this because i feel that right now in in terms of this administration there's the people who think he's god mm-hmm. and he could do no wrong and, the and then there's like the, the resistance like we must resist him and and people are very very like mm-hmm. volatile on both sides and ready to go at it do you think that that's a good term uh, a good thing or do you think it's more of like i don't want to be involved in this mumbo jumbo um i'm just going to sit it out I think people who are people who are inherently going to be active will be active regardless. I think that that's a given. I think there may be people who may not have given it a second thought, who may now be feeling a certain way, one way or the other, as to what actions they should be taking. I will say, I think that while those two polar opposites, like I said, you know, there's people who think he's you know the second coming, and there's people who think he's the devil. I think. A lot more people are still in the middle mm-hmm. than than we want to acknowledge. You just it think it's the because it doesn't sound loud. Sell, yeah, whoever bangs the drum the hardest. And the the reality of it is that the people in the middle, it's not that they don't have opinions. It's not that they don't feel a certain way. It's just that they've got other things to do. You can stand there and rail all you want, pro or con a particular, you know, person or candidate or policy or what have you to the point where you're, you know, you're foaming at the mouth on either side of that mm-hmm. argument. But there are people whose literally concern is just waking up, going to work, making sure that they have food on the table for their families, that their kids did their homework, that they, oh shit, I got to go do groceries. Ugh, let's try cleaning. I got, you know. I agree. There's, but, there's but more don't people, you think, I think, who are though, in the middle. Right. But don't you think, though. And it's not that they don't care. It's just that they don't have that time to devote well, I certainly right, but I, I okay. I certainly understand what you're saying in terms of the time to devote. You know, whether it's um, you know type up uh, three pages worth of text for um, Facebook or mm-hmm. text people or whatever. I, I agree with the time to devote, but don't you think though as well that a lot of people are you know this time in our country has certainly brought out i think the worst in people and we've seen situations and we've seen things that we have not seen in a very very long time i think there's a key there's a couple key words in what you're saying i didn't mean to interrupt you we're seeing things we haven't seen in a long time i think there's nothing new happening right i think i think it's we're seeing it because we are all 
on social media and 24-hour news cycles. So I don't know necessarily... No, but I don't think that that's the case. No. I don't think that's certainly no. the case because, okay, we've... We've always known that racism exists. Absolutely. We've always known that racism, racists are still around. Yeah. We've always known yeah. that. But I would like to think that until very recently, being a racist or people that were racist were a little bit under the radar. You know, they, they were a little bit kind of to go out and they didn't but they proactively didn't... go out and be like, yeah, you well, know, white but... supremacy. But now, but now mm -hmm. we are seeing these outbursts of white supremacy of, you know, racist behavior right. full in full blown daylight right. that some years back we would have kind of been like, what the hell? Right. But you know, that's, but that's my point. We're seeing it. I, I, you know, do I think these rallies just started? I don't think so. I think that now the thing, the difference is that we know they're there because they are creating groups on Facebook. They are advertising on Craigslist. They are, you know what I'm saying? So there's platforms that exist now to unfortunately right, give but a don't bigger you voice think, don't to things you that have think existed. That a lot of that has to do with the first thing I said about political fatigue and that it's led us to people being, you know, very pro one side or very pro against you know anti uh, anti you know the other side back and forth because again we've always known that racists exist but racist or at least this form of, of racism okay, to be out and proud and yeah i'm a white supreme sub, 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 um, supremacist i'm a white supremacist neo-nazi and i'm proud i mean that's not something that you generally saw to the extent that you see now mm -hmm. and and that's kind of where i was going on with this question is that do you think that people now because we're in such an angry and volatile time people are more balls to the wall and they're out and they're going to be like this is who i am and if you don't like it deal with it you know f you i i mean i certainly think that that's the case i i don't disagree with you i think people are taking the stance, and I've said this a couple of times, where it's just like, you know, no, I just tell it like it is. And it's like, dude, no, you're just the obnoxious guy at the office who nobody likes. You know what I mean? And it's like, and, and, and... Yeah, but what about if that obnoxious guy in the office is no, 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 um, now I'm, the... Uh, no, no, right, 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 but I'm saying... of the United Correct, States. correct. But what I'm saying is people are, for whatever reason, rewarding the type of behavior that anybody who... Okay, listeners, any of you who've had an office job, you all know that guy. You know, you know that that person who comes in and always has to quote unquote tell it like it is, and it's like, but we don't care. Shut up, you're stupid. Like, okay, you're telling it like it is, but you're just being an obnoxious blowhard. Yeah, but no. And yet, and yet, we've turned around and rewarded this behavior. I'm exactly. Just, wait, 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 wait. I'm saying I, I'm agreeing. But that's with where you, I was going. But I'm at. agreeing with you. Yeah, that <laughs> obnoxious guy in the office. There's probably think there's probably people who think he has you know tremendo cojones because they say it like it right. is. You know, screw diplomacy. Screw right, trying to then, understand but then other the people. Person, you know? But then the same person. I've always found this fascinating. The person who you know tells it like it is. I'm making air quotes right now, listeners. Which is great because you know this is such a visual medium that I'm doing air quotes where they can't see it. <laughs> That person who always, you know, tells it like it is, the minute that you tell them like it is, <laughs> oh, but now you're attacking me. Oh, but now you're, no, yo, what? Oh, you're the only one who can tell it like it is? I mm -hmm. can't tell it like it is? Let's all tell it like it is, you mm -hmm. know? Exactly. I just, I, I say this over and over no again. Boy, no boy, I, I say it to you. I don't know if I've said it on the show. In its, in due time, they're going to be writing so oh, you've many said books this before on the show. about this 
time so many books. I hope they write one about us. I know, right? <laughs> They're going to be writing so many books, so many editorials. I, I don't know. I think we're going to end up in textbooks and <gasps> how an entire country, a whole society. Oh, I, th- I thought you meant you, you know. and I are going to end up in textbooks. I mean, I wouldn't mind. Maybe. You know what? Maybe there will be some type of college credit course on podcasting. Oh. Let's there we go. professors. Well, you know, that's my dream. I know. Let's do it. So, political <laughs> fatigue 2018. Yeah, I just, I'm at the point where it's not, it's not that I don't care. It's just that I've learned how to tune things out. You know what I mean? Like, because if, if, if you literally just let yourself listen to every little thing. I agree. You... You can very easily either go crazy or, you know, find the fallout shelter. And, and I agree, with, for what, the I agree with what you're saying about <laughs> tuning things out and picking your battles. I, If one thing I've learned with age is to pick yes, my battles. Yes. Um, sometimes I don't follow my own advice. But, I mean, that's certainly <laughs> something that I've l- learned in both my professional and personal life. Yeah. Even yeah. with personal matters of yeah, mine yeah, yeah. with other people. It's yeah. like, you know... Pick your battles. I've, if had you to, wanna, I've had to talk you down from a couple of ledges. Yes. If you want to <laughs> believe whatever you want to believe about me, so be you it. know, based Enjoy. on hearsay or whatever, Enjoy. just it is what it is. Enjoy. But, you know, with this particular... Saying, with this what, per- what you think about me is none of my business. Exactly. Hmm. Um, <laughs> but with this political climate, I think the, dif- the difference between this political climate and other political climates or other administrations is that... You know, you're talking about people's lives and people's rights and, and things that are being diminished directly from people, you know, and and that's why I think in general society has become so, you know, whether you're the resistance or you are the supporter, uh, people have become so... say the empire. The empire. Uh, <laughs> you know, Darth Vader, I think, would know what to do. Anyway, bueno, let's move into uh, res- soda time. I know who I'm going to give my last soda to. Do you? Because I know who I'm going to give it to. Okay, I'll go first. All right, go for it. My last soda goes to Megan McCain. Oh, okay. And I'm going to tell you why okay. it goes to Megan McCain. So I say this over and over again. I'm a big fan of The View. I don't think anybody's heard that. What are you a fan of? That show, The View. Is that is that the one with Whoopi Goldberg, who you've only spoken about? And Megan McCain times? is on it, and obviously she's John McCain's daughter, and um, her eulogy at her dad's um, um, wake uh, last week just, I mean, I actually, it brought me to tears. It was so uh, raw and honest, and she spoke so beautifully about her father. I but he had so many children. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Even and, adopting, an yes, child. and he yeah. really that family is really an example because something that a lot of senators and people in government are criticized mm-hmm. for is that they're very quick to send, you know, troops to war, right. but none of their children have served, right, right. and all his sons served, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, as well as him, obviously, and his father and his mm-hmm. grandfather. But yeah. anyway, and his yeah. mother's still alive. God yes, bless she's one hundred six. Yeah, God bless. Um, but Megan McCain, I got to tell you that Megan McCain. Kane is the type of Republican and the type of conservative that I want back in government. And I'm a liberal and a Democrat. <laughs> but you know why? I've always thought that when you have the best of both parties going at it, mm-hmm. then you're good because competition you're bringing is bringing your A game. You're you're both bringing right. your A game. Right. And whatever the consequence and whatever the compromise 
it's going to be what's in the best interest of people yeah. one way or another. Um, and, and I've always believed that. And she, she is a true conservative and a true Republican. Mm-hmm. And when I mean that, I mean she's fiscally conservative. Right. You know, whether you may agree or disagree with. But, but you know what? She's actually very socially liberal. Mm-hmm. You know, she's she's very much a conservative in 2018, knowing the society we live in. Right. She's so she adopted. Doesn't, she doesn't subscribe to this completely archaic Rhetoric, mentality yeah. of you know church over state you know um she believes in the separation out. of church and state as it is you know yeah. prescribed in the constitution and look it up she you know she favors same-sex marriage she you know she's um she is pro-life and you know that's her opinion okay fine but she is the type of republican the type of conservative that i think if there would be more republicans like her the party would be in such a much better place. And, you know, the Democrats need a lot of work, too. It's not like oh, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. we're it's perfect. A, and everybody needs to get our, their house in order. Our party is flourishing because it's not. We need to bring our game as well. But she's certainly a beacon of light as to where politics should be going. I don't know if she has any political aspirations. I don't think so. I re- well, she's 33. She's very young. No, but she doesn't strike me for whatever reason. I, 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 I feel like she's one of those people who becomes politically involved in terms of bringing awareness to causes and things yeah, like I that. Mean, but you, you never know. But I, I do hope that if she continues to be the way she is, she... Um, she does get politically involved because you need people like her. You need people that stand for some. Because what's the saying? If you don't stand for something, you, you fall, fall for, for anything. Mm-hmm. You know, you need people to stand for something. And even if you don't agree with everything that you say that they stand Which for, not. you could say, you know, that person has values and that person is fighting for what they feel is right. That's different than imposing something your beliefs on on someone and that is where i feel that that is where we are today people wanting to impose their beliefs and their thoughts on other people and that never works that that never works (laughs) and that creates a mess we're in today so megan mccain this coke is for you (laughs) oh well i'm sure she she could probably use some refreshment right now Mm -hmm. as, as and our condolences to the whole mccain clan so my last soda is also kind of in the realm of a high-profile death. I'm giving my last soda to Aretha Franklin. Mm. The Queen of Soul passed away, I think, at the time of, of this is running. It's been about three weeks yeah. because she died on Madonna's birthday, August. <laughs> August 16th. And, you know, there's been 112 tributes to Aretha. I'm not going to be the one to, you know, make the tribute. Including Madonna's. Including Madonna's at the VMAs. Um, Or lack thereof. I'm wearing a lot less gangarrias than Madonna was at the VMAs. Gangarria. Um, She looked like a Christmas tree in hell. But that's neither here nor there. Um, The reason that I'm giving Aretha Franklin the last soda, and again, you could say it's because of all her contributions to music, it's her contributions to, you know, her talent, etc., etc. But the real reason that I am giving her the last soda is because, Mirake, there have been famous people who have passed. You and I went to Celia Cruz's, you know, wake. Mm -hmm. I don't think I've ever heard of a funeral where the corpse had three costume changes. It did. Well, I heard that, I heard that her the jewelry she was make had on was specially made for the funeral. Okay, she had three dresses. She changed outfits. They changed her outfit 
three times. She, do you know if she left that like in her final wishes? I, I don't know. I, I saw uh, the red shoes. For, forgive me, listeners. I couldn't be bothered to look it up. But that is the definition. Of a diva? And I'm going to use a word that I you know I don't use a lot. A fierce diva. When in death, you have proclaimed that you need to wear three different outfits before you go. You know what? Ain't nobody can top that. <laughs> you just can't. Nope. You can't top it. And Done. here I thought you were going to give it to her because of, you know, her civil rights. <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying. There are better tributes <laughs> than mine. Uh, there are better tributes than mine. contribution to arts. All of that is relevant. Everybody else has talked about it. But you know what? I'm not going to pretend to be, you know, Kurt Loder writing about something or whatever. <laughs> no. I'm going to give it to her because... When I was watching the wake they had in Detroit, um, they were saying that the jewelry she was wearing was specially made for, for the funeral for, for the funeral and like, I'm like King like, Tut I'm like okay she's like, like yeah like, like King Tutankhamen <laughs> sure right now she looks like Tutankhamen Tutankhamen <laughs> pero, pero before <laughs> the, the entierring it will all disappear tuviste en la caja de bacalao que van a enterrar a la vieja Oh man, if you get that <laughs> reference. Uh, another shout awesome. out to Kepasa USA. Oh, you just read the reference. Oh, but that's what the reference so, is. Bueno, Megan McCain and, yes, um, and Aretha Franklin. Aretha Franklin. Both two mm. different types of fighters, but two, to quote you, fierce women. That's right. You and think. you know, when you fight, you get thirsty. Yeah. You know, <laughs> and you need a refreshment. You need a refreshment. So, so what better refreshment? Anyway, than everybody, that was episode thirty-one, and it was just us. So if you, you know, for those of you who wished that we had an episode <laughs> of just the two of us again, we're you making got it. dreams happen. We're making dreams happen. So yep. as always, we hope you listen, laugh, and learn, and yep. grab your pastelito, your croqueta, and your jupinha. And thank you so much for joining us today. Yep, go make it a good one, guys. Bye. Bye. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. 